Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. Some talk shows think all of their opinions are right. This one, this one knows they are. This is Perception is Reality. Christopher H. Bilbrey is a no-nonsense, well, maybe a little bit of nonsense, political activist, local government watchdog, and all-around good Hoosier and God-fearing American citizen. Is this guy for real? Holding lawmakers accountable and educating citizens on the importance of participating in their local government with a dab of national and world politics and a little pop culture and maybe some real-life common sense. This, this is, is Perception is Reality. And this is Christopher H. Bilbrey. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 49th episode of Perception is Reality. I'm your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey. Good to be with you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here. Whichever podcast hosting site you use, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, whichever one, thank you. And if you're listening to us via the home link, I want to thank you as well. What's the home link, you ask? Well, it's perception.fireside.fm. Share that. Share the podcast. Share the show. Share the episodes. Share the Facebook page with everyone you know. Everyone in the real world. And everyone on social media. That's what continues to grow this show. And I thank you for doing your part because we continue to grow in listener base. And I want to thank each and every one of you for your part in that. All right. So what is the 49th episode about? I'm calling it, if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. What does that mean? That means if what I'm saying and what we're doing and what's happening to one side or to one person or to one party, if it's good for them, it's good for all of us. If it's good for the Democrats, it's good for the Republicans. If it's good for the Republicans, it's good for the Democrats. If it's good for those people then it better be good for me because not believing that way, not feeling that way is hypocritical. Not living your life where if you call out this person over there, then you should be able to be called out. Not doing that is hypocritical. And I I know I'm going to get people who say, well, you get mad when people fight you. No, I do not. Listen, I don't have a problem if, first of all, I don't have a problem if you agree with me, of course. If you disagree with me, I definitely don't have a problem with that. If you want to debate, I don't have a problem. If you want to go back and forth and you want to have civil discourse, I don't have problems with that. If you don't like me, I don't have a problem with that. If you support a candidate I don't support, I don't have a problem with that. That's your right. Okay? I do not take issue with that. What I take issue with is someone telling me I'm lying 
because we don't agree. Just because we don't agree doesn't mean that I'm lying. It just means we look at the facts. We look at what's going on differently. And there's various reasons. Some people are not informed. Some people don't really know what's going on. There might be situations I look at and I'm looking at them differently or wrong or skewed. I completely understand that. Then there's the case that some people are friends with the people that I'm going after or are friends with these politicians. And so because of the friendship, they're just willing to overlook any flaws. And that's part of it, too. The other thing I have a problem with is when people say that I don't have a right to state my platform, my belief or my opinions but you have a right to state yours, that's hypocritical. It's hypocritical when people like that I go after Dennis Tyler or people like that I go after Sean Byram or it's hypocritical when people like when someone goes after Democrats on the national level. However, when somebody like myself, commentator or radio host or someone goes after Republicans, then the Republicans get all upset. When somebody asks questions of people who they think that we should all be aligned with, people lose their minds. That's hypocritical. That's why I say if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. All right. After this quick break, we're going to be coming back and discussing all of this, dissecting all of it, and hopefully be better prepared to politic with each other in the future because of this show. You're listening to Perception is Reality. I'm Christopher H. Bilbrey. This is the 49th episode. We'll be right back. My mother was an airman. My friend was a marine. My son was a soldier. He died by suicide. On March 21st. On April 25th. August 7th, 2004. She didn't think there was hope. He didn't think there was hope. He didn't think he could be healed. There is hope for your son. For your friend. For your husband. Treatment, Treatment, Treatment can, can work. work. There is hope. There is help. You can heal. For help, call the Veterans Crisis Line, 800-273-8255. And now, Perception is Reality, with your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey. He's a very strange young man. He's an idiot. Comes from upbringing. Parents are probably idiots, too. The problem with people like this is that they are so stupid that they have no idea how stupid they are. Well, thank you very much for that introduction coming back from break, Mr. Cleese. I guess. Uh, okay, so let's get into it. The 49th episode, if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. And, I, you know, I didn't know when I would be doing this show. I've had this topic and some stuff written down for quite some time, but I really didn't know. But after the last couple weeks, I decided that today, this episode would probably be the best to do it now. We still have a couple weeks until the election. I have a lot more election-type coverage that I'll get to, both here in the audio podcast world and on the video side of it on Facebook. So we have a lot more election coverage to get to. But that being said, maybe there's still time for people to maybe open their eyes and approach this and approach things a little bit differently because both sides are guilty of this and for various reasons and various aspects. So let's first cover the people who get mad that I have an opinion. And when I say I, you can put yourself in that situation 
Because I can guarantee you that if you're listening to this episode, you have made an argument with somebody for your beliefs at some point, and somebody has questioned your ability to argue that. Listen, when I'm debating somebody, I don't ever tell them they don't have a right to be telling me what they're telling me. I don't ever say, well, why are you commenting on this? Because that is an ignorant statement to make. And if you're listening to this and you're someone who does not like or agree with me a lot, quit making statements like that to me or to anybody else. And if you're listening to this and you make statements like that to people, quit doing that. Everybody has a right to comment. Everybody has a right to their opinion. It doesn't mean anybody has to give a damn about it. But they can still state that. That is not an argument to make. Well, you don't have a right to be talking here. Just quit saying that. That's hypocritical. You don't have to like me. You don't have to agree with what I'm saying. You don't have to support the same candidates that I support. You don't have to campaign against the same candidates that I campaign against. We can have differing opinions, okay? But we need to be honest about that, okay? So if you don't like me, if you don't agree with what I'm saying, if you like a candidate that I don't like, don't tell me that I don't have a right to say what I'm saying. Don't tell me that, oh, you're just lying and you're misleading and you're dumb. Tell me why you believe that. Debate me. Put your candidate's information out there and tell me why you're fighting for your person. Or be honest and say, look here, I'm a friend of so-and-so. I'm a friend of Sean Byram. I'm a friend of Nora Powell. I'm a friend of Sue Arrington. I'm a friend of Joe Hogsett. I'm a friend of the Republican people, whatever, whoever you're friends with. And I'm just going to buy what they say no matter what, so it doesn't matter what you say. I can take every bit of that. I have no problem. I understand that. People are friends with who they're friends with, and that's just that. I understand, and I'm not going to change any minds there, okay? But to say that I'm wrong, or I'm a liar, or I'm misleading, simply because you like this person, that is an ignorant comment. That's an ignorant thought process. That's not a debate. That's not a fight. It's just you being a friend, and you saying, I'm going to buy what this person says no matter what. Okay, so that's the first thing that we need to get overdoing. Everyone has a right to their opinion. Everyone has a right to comment. And everyone is capable of putting forth their debate, their platform, their fight for the person or the idea or the thought that they are fighting for. Everybody doesn't have to like what you're saying and not everybody has to agree, but you do have a right to say it. And when I say that you do have a right to say it, to voice it, to write it, to believe it, so do I. And you coming after me and telling me that I don't makes you a hypocrite. And I'm going to call you out for that shit all day long. All right, so we need to get to a point where we can say, okay, it's political season. 
We're going to campaign on the local level, on the state level, on the national level, and we're going to be as nice as possible. We're going to be campaigning solely on our merits. We're going to campaign on what our opponents can't do that we can do, but the focus is going to be what we can do. We're not going to mudsling. We're not going to talk about families. We're not going to get down in the gutter, and we're not going to roll around in the mud, but we are going to do what we have to do, and that's great. I hope that can happen, but here's what goes on. Inadvertently, you will have people that will not run those type of campaigns. And I'm not saying that you should sink down to their level. I don't like that. I would rather it be where we can all shake hands and everybody can be nice. That's the way it should be. All right. I subscribe to that. However, this is where the hypocrisy comes in. So I'm campaigning against somebody. And when I'm campaigning, I'm campaigning hard. I'm giving 110% and I'm doing it until we win or until we lose. And that's that. Whether I'm campaigning for someone or I'm campaigning against somebody, I'm giving it 110%. That means I'm talking about it. I'm posting about it. I'm, I'm doing what I can to get the message out. That's what it is. But you will get people who will say, well, you're being too tough. Well, you know what? That's what this is. Everyone needs to thicken up their skin just a little bit and realize that politics is a tough sport. It is a full contact sport. And that's just the long and short of it. I didn't invent politics. I didn't make this up. I didn't make the rules. I just understand them. And to get on me, to get on me, because I come out hardcore against Nora Powell, for example, a city councilor in Muncie, to get on me because of that, but to not get on her for running around and telling people that she was being threatened by me, that is absolutely hypocritical bullshit. Keep in mind, keep in mind, the only thing that she was in fear of was people finding the truth. The only thing that she was in fear of is me reporting conversations that her and I had had. The only thing that she was afraid of is not getting reelected. That's Nora Powell's only fear. No one's ever put her in fear for her life, at least not from my angle. I know Audie Barber hasn't. No one has done anything that has made her fearful for her life. Okay? I know because she's not made any police reports, and no one's done that. All we've done is spoke out against this candidate. But her supporters... And others have said, well, maybe you ought to take it easy. Take it easy? She has said seriously sick and twisted things, personal things, as an elected official against Audie Barber and others, and myself included. And that cannot stand. That's why I know that she's power hungry and she must lose. And I will campaign as hard as possible. 
I want people involved, but you have to have the right mindset to be involved. You have to understand that politics is a full contact sport. Nora's not taking it easy. And then it comes down to, like I always say, may the best candidate win. If Nora Powell wins, it will be because she outworked me. If we win, it will be because we outworked her. It'll be because there were good candidates up against her. It'll be because there were a great set of people running that proposed a better way than what she proposed. And that there were those of us out here carrying that message and showing people what she's truly like. And I understand that's not for everybody. I understand it's tough. Let me tell you, I am over this election, man. I'm telling you, I am, I'm done. This election cannot get here and be over soon enough. This has been a tough election period for everyone involved. So I understand people on the edges thinking, oh my God, what is going on? Because this election cycle has gotten out of control. It's gotten crazy. But we're this far into it now. Couple more weeks we'll chug through. But it's hypocritical for anyone to say that she should do what she needs to do. Meanwhile, I can't. Meanwhile, someone else can't. No, 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 no. You know, one time not too long ago, somebody that fancies herself a political mastermind told me that politics isn't for the faint of heart. And that is very, very, very true. And we just need to understand that. But I'll tell you, this part of what's hypocritical about aspects of politics and certain people is really just a minor part because you're always going to have this to a degree. You're always going to have folks that will not pay attention to the substance and that won't pay attention to what really matters and what this person's willing to do and what this person is saying and what this person says versus what the truth is. People will just skip that because they say, oh, look, this is a nice shiny item. This person's a nice person. That means they're a good leader. We're never going to get through that. The, the hope is to open people up to it. But I understand there's always going to be that level of not understanding what's going on and people are really just kind of paying attention to how something looks or how someone seems rather than the actual substance. But I'll tell you, the biggest problem that I have and something that I've been dealing with over the last couple days and weeks is the hypocritical thinking that if you're a Republican... You're safe from me looking into what you're saying and doing. You're safe from the tough questions. And you're safe from me not supporting you. Or you're safe from the wrath if you're found to be doing something wrong. Or you're found to be doing something that's just not good. Or that's not good for a candidate to be doing. 
You know, that's not true, and that's very hypocritical. I am so happy for everybody that listens, whether you agree or disagree. We've already talked about all that, all right? I'm happy that you guys interact with me and that when I report on the FBI raids and when I report on what's happening at Muncie Sanitary District, there's a lot of people that agree with me on those statements, all right? That's just the case. There's a lot of people who agree with me about Sean Byram being an absolute drain and damage to Winchester. People agree with that now. However, those same people, I think some of them, not all of them, not all of them, and I will make that distinction, not all of them, but some of those people assume because I'm saying that and because I say that I'm a conservative or a Republican, they feel as though Republicans are safe from my examination or from someone else's examination and that I shouldn't comment on Republicans or I shouldn't examine them as hard. I should give them a pass. Why would that be? Because I'm a conservative because of what I believe. If I run for office, which I will not ever be doing again, because I have more of an impact here. But if I run for office, and for people on the national level, I tend to support Republicans. Even on the national level, though, I'll call Republican bullshit out just quicker than quicker than snot. I'm telling you right now. Because to me... I don't care if you're a Republican or you're Democrat or you're Independent or you're Libertarian or you're Green Party. I don't care what party you come from, what party you represent. It's what you're saying. It's the substance. It's your character that matters. It's your common sense that matters to me, all right? So if you're a Republican and you've got shit ideas and you're a shit person, and you're not a good leader, and you're wanting to do a bunch of craziness, or you're corrupt, you're going to get it. Same as the Democrats do. That doesn't stop me because someone is a Republican and they feel like we have a connection. Right is right and wrong is wrong. And if you can applaud me going after Dennis Tyler, and you can applaud me going after Phil Nichols, and you can applaud me going after Sean Byram and Fred Davis, then you can stand by and applaud when I say Bill Richmond is the Democrat candidate and Bob McCoy is the Republican candidate for mayor in Winchester, and I think that they're both idiots, but I think that Bob, the Republican, is a worse candidate for mayor, and so I think that I'll be supporting and voting for Bill Richmond. People think that I shouldn't do that. They think that I should stick with the Republicans because I'm a Republican. And that, my friend, is hypocritical. I cannot do that. I will go after the Republicans that do wrong and are not good for the job, and I will go after the Democrats that are wrong and do wrong and are not good for the job, as well as I'll go after Libertarians and I'll go after Green Party. I want people in office that will do good, that can do good, and that are good leaders with good qualifications, good training, and good understanding. 
Now, if I can campaign for the people that I feel are strong officials and that I feel are strong candidates, and I can do that without going on the offensive against you hardcore, and you're the candidate, whether you're Democrat or Republican or Independent or Green Party, I'll do that polite and we can still be respectful of each other. But if you get your little feelings hurt because I don't endorse you like Bob McCoy did, like Belinda Munson did, then that lets me know that you are not the right candidate for the job and you shouldn't even be campaigning. It takes tough skin. What are these people with weak constitutions going to do when and if they're elected and they're sitting at a council meeting getting yelled at and screamed at? Are they going to be able to take it? Now, no one should be yelling and screaming at them, but that does happen. Elected officials work for the people, and if the government isn't working for the people, then the people are going to let the officials know it. And sometimes it's not pleasant. And the officials have to be able to take it. And if they can't, then they shouldn't be there. And one way we can tell that early on is to see how they act when they campaign. That's what I'm talking about here. It is not crazy for me to apply the same set of questions, the same examination, and to look at Democrats and Republicans the same. Just because I'm a Republican doesn't mean you get a pass if you're a Republican. Here's what happens. The people who are good candidates, the people who know what they're campaigning for, the people who know about the office they're running for, and the people who have good, solid platforms and good common sense and good morals, those are the people that I want. And those are the people that I'll be seeking out, Republican or Democrat. I don't have an allegiance to a party over common sense. That will never happen. And those candidates and those officials that are running or doing different things within local government that are morally questionable, that have been involved with bad operations, that have been looking at doing things for themselves rather than doing things for the community, that do not like to communicate, that do not like to answer questions, that are disrespectful to the people that they work for, then I will come after you, Democrat or Republican alike. I do not have an allegiance to a party or to any candidate. I'm not on anybody's side here. I'm on the public's side. That's the side that I'm on. I support a candidate. And if that candidate does wrong, I'll call that candidate out. Just like Sean Byram, I helped get him elected, and then I helped to defeat him because he just couldn't hack it. I have been supportive of Dan Reidenauer, and if or when Dan Reidenauer shows me that he is a problem, I will campaign just as hard against Dan Reidenauer. I was initially supportive of Nora Powell, 
And then I stopped buying what she was selling. I started looking at fact and I started looking at the bigger picture and I was able to quickly correct that mistake. And that's important. But it's hypocritical of people to get mad at me because I call everyone on the bullshit equally. I don't care if someone's a Republican. I don't care if somebody's a Democrat. It's hypocritical for you to blame what's going on with the people who are currently in power and then for you to act just the same way. You might not be doing the same thing. You might not be pulling the exact same quote-unquote crime but for you to act in a way that is shameful and is not for the best of the public and because you say, well, it's not good for them to do it, but when we're in power, we're in power now. And so, you know, to the winner goes the spoils. No, that does not work with me. And I will expose everyone who does that. Let's do a little experiment here real quick. Say you're a Republican and you're a good person and you're not corrupt, but you're just not good for the job. You have no understanding and you've not shown me that you can do the job. I'm not going to be mean to you. I cannot support somebody and that's not mean. We need to get to the point where we understand there's not a correlation between personality or between likability and whether someone can do the job or not do the job. And I'm going to give you an example here. And this is the last time I'm talking about this. I do not have any kind of personal axe to grind with Belinda Munson. I think she's a nice person. I think she's a wonderful person. I have talked to her many times throughout the last 10, 11 months of this campaign. I've had no issue with her. I think she's a nice person. To the other end of that, I also think Melissa Peckinpah's a nice person. Now, I've known Melissa Peckinpah longer, but this is where I have a problem with hypocrisy. I am able to be friends with somebody and still not vote for them or still not support them. I don't have to live in politics. Politics is big in my life. However, I'm also smart enough to realize that there's more going on than politics. There is a real life. I can be friends with Melissa Peckinpah or I can be friends with a person in life and not vote for them. Let me give you another for example there. Ray Dudley. I have never had a problem with Ray Dudley personally. I felt like he was a good police officer. However, when he was running for sheriff, I supported Tony Skinner. No issues, no questions. I came out, I said my piece, that was it, that was that. I still had no issue with Ray. I just picked Tony for a lot of reasons. So, just because I'm friends with you, doesn't mean I'm going to vote for you, doesn't mean I'm going to support you, and just because I'm friends with somebody else 
doesn't mean I won't vote for you if they're your opponent. So I treated Melissa and I treated Belinda the exact same. If you listen to my interviews with them, which you can find at perception.fireside.fm or at all fine podcasting hosting sites, you can hear that. That's episode 48. If you listen to that, I ask both of those candidates the same questions. I was fair with those people and I did nothing out of line. After that interview, like I do when I have been doing all of these candidate interviews like I have done since I've been 10, 11, 12 years old, I have listed, come out with, and told people who I support and who I don't support. That's not being a dick. That's not being unfair. That's not being biased. I listened to the interviews just the same way that you guys did, And based off my knowledge of both of these women, based on my understanding of them throughout this campaign period, based on what's happened in the clerk's office, meaning it's ran like a top and there's not been issues, and based on the fact that I listened to the interview and heard where substance was, and I heard where substance was not, I made a decision to support Melissa for re-election, all right? I did not make that before the interview. I was friends with Melissa, but that didn't mean that I gave her any unfair advantage. It didn't mean that that was the way I went and I came out endorsing Melissa and treated Belinda unfairly until after the interview, after the interview, after I listened to both candidates, after I looked back on it all, I then simply said that I supported Melissa for her re-election bid. Nothing personal against Belinda, nothing mean, and nothing negative. Now, I will back up and tell you, over the last couple weeks, maybe the last month, month and a half, I have heard some serious questionable behaviors coming from Belinda, and they are like this. I have heard at least six people, maybe more, tell me that she has called them on the carpet for having Melissa's signs in their yard, and you just don't do that. I've heard that she has got out of her car and went up to a house, knocked on the door, and asked the homeowner why they have a Melissa Peckinpah sign in their yard. She didn't stop the car, go up to the door, and say, Hi, I'm Belinda Munson. I would like to talk to you about my campaign. I would like to tell you what I plan to do as city clerk. I would like to do this and that, and this is what I think. Will you vote for me? Could I put a sign in your yard? No. She knocks on the door and says, why do you have a Melissa Peckinpah sign in your yard? And I think that that's despicable. Okay, I I think that's not campaigning. That's being petty and petulant. So that was a problem I had in my mind. However, I still treated Belinda fair. All right. So once I came out nice. I didn't come out slamming Belinda. I simply come out stating that I endorsed Melissa, period. And within 10 minutes, Belinda comes up to me in a snotty-ass attitude and giving me a berating and telling me that, you know, she knew that I was picking Melissa and she shouldn't have interviewed and blah, 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 blah. Then she goes on social media and 
She sends me a message telling me that she knew I picked Melissa again and then tells me bye, 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 and she blocks me and that's it. Well, I'm sorry, but that lets me know that I made the right decision and now I need to let people know that. So I do that and people go crazy. Keep in mind, I did nothing different in endorsing Melissa and not endorsing Belinda than I've done when I haven't endorsed Sean Byram, when I've not endorsed Dennis Tyler, when I've asked questions of Tyler, of Phil Nichols, of Fred Davis, of James King, of Joe Hogsett, of Sue Arrington, and various other politicians all throughout the years, on and on and on backwards. Some of them I'm friends with, and some of them that I am not. But I did nothing different, and I treated her no differently. However, when she showed her ass to me and proved the stories that I heard, I wanted that to come forward. So I posted it, and people lost their mind. People who haven't had an issue with my commentary when it lines up with their belief, but now they do because it shakes up what they thought. It now goes against somebody that they support. And this is what the whole point of this is. You can support your people, and you can think your way. Let's approach this like looking at us all as circles, like a Venn diagram. Okay, me and all the people that I support and the people that I don't support and my thoughts and my feelings and everything is in one circle, all right? And you and everyone that you support and the people that you don't and all your thoughts and feelings are in another circle. And your circle and my circle don't touch. They're completely independent of each other. But then when we start talking politics and when you start listening to my show and we start agreeing on things, our circles kind of overlap a little bit. So you still have a lot of your circle out here untouched and I have a lot of my circle out here untouched, but some of our circles overcross and overlap. So you still have your thoughts and feelings, and I have my thoughts and feelings, and maybe those reasons are for different reasons. Maybe you think something bad about the people in power, and maybe I think something bad about the people in power. So we have that in common. But maybe the reason I think bad about them and the reason you think bad about them are for different reasons. That's okay. But we still are focused the same way. However... I can still have all of this stuff that's not inside the other part of your bubble and we're completely outside of your sphere and you have this angle outside of my sphere, okay? That is okay. We are never going to have two circles. Your circle and my circle will never completely be just one circle. We will always have things that we disagree on, and that's okay. It's all right for us to have a common goal for different reasons. It's okay for us to have a common goal for the same reasons. It's all right for us to have several things in common and for us to have several things not in common. It's all right for me to support Melissa and for you to support Belinda and for us to be able to communicate. And you can campaign for Belinda however you see fit. You can also campaign against Melissa 
however you see fit. It's also okay for me to do the same. People forget that they get on and they say whatever they want to say against all officials for the city of Muncie. People get on and say the most vitriolic stuff. Some of it is warranted. I agree. Some of it I agree with. Some of it I disagree. Some of it I would say a different way. But that's your right to do that. However, when I get on and say, you know what, I call into question Belinda's readiness for this office. I call in her ability to have a campaign that's of substance. You guys lose your mind, and that's hypocritical, and that is not okay. And you shouldn't think that it's okay, and you shouldn't do that to me. I shouldn't do it to you, and no one else should do it. It's okay for us to agree on some things and disagree. Listen, I listen to a lot of podcasts and a lot of talk radio, and I agree with a lot of what certain people say, and there are some shows that I disagree with a lot of what's being said. I still listen to it because I still learn from it. There's still good information there. And it strengthens my thoughts when I disagree and I have to go against what that person is saying. It builds up my belief and it allows me to have better arguments. It's okay for you to not agree with what I'm saying and for us to still be friendly and laugh and treat each other nice and be respectful. And it's okay for you to listen to show after show after show. We might agree on one or two things. We might disagree on eight things. We might agree on eight things and disagree on two things. We're never going to agree 100% all the time. That just does not happen. If somebody is agreeing with you 100% of the time, or if somebody is disagreeing with you 100% of the time, I take issue with that because I don't know many people that are completely 100% right or completely 100% wrong. That just does not happen. And, you know, you may in the moment be like, yeah, that guy's an idiot. He's, everything he says is wrong. But factually, that's just not accurate, okay? So it's all right for us to look at things the same. It's all right for us to look at the same thing and feel close to the same but have different reasons. And it's okay for us to like certain things and dislike certain things and then disagree about that. Some people's circles overtouch more. There's more in agreement. And some people's circles touch very little. And some people don't have anything in common. And that's okay because all of these ideas are important. It's how we express them and how we deal with them. So quit saying that it's crazy and bad of me to examine everyone the same. I'm not doing anything different than I've ever done. And I am going to continue applying the same strenuous examination of all candidates. Okay? That's just simply that. And if something that I say goes against how you feel, it's okay for you to be angry about it. It's okay for you to ask me about it, to debate me about it. But it's not okay for you to tell me that I do not have a right to say that. 
It is not okay for you to just call me a liar and shut down without explaining what you're talking about. Because it is okay for us to disagree. Let me explain this to you. I've been supportive of Dan Ridenour since November of 2016. That means he was only an elected official for 11 months when I first posted that he should run for mayor. I think that's probably earlier than he had even thought about it. It was only 11 months into his first term as a council member. All right? It's important to understand that even though I have supported him all this time, there are things that he says and does that I disagree with. And I've taken some shit from a lot of his supporters for that. But excuse me, I'm not in bed with anybody. And my job and my role is to look at what's happening and to have commentary on what's happening and to report what's happening. I'm not going to agree with anybody 100% of the time. That's just not going to happen. And we need to understand that. I'm not mad at people who disagree with me. But you can't be mad at me, and if you are, you're a hypocrite. I'm mad at hypocrites. We need to get away from being hypocritical when it comes to politics. I don't care who you're friends with and who you support, but be honest about it. And I'm honest about mine. And you can't be mad at me about that. Well, you can be mad, but it's hypocritical if you are. It's hypocritical if you say that you can post all this shit for or against somebody, but then say that I can't post my feelings, my thoughts, my opinions for or against somebody. That's a bunch of bullshit that doesn't work, and it's hypocritical. It's hypocritical for you to say, oh yeah, Bilberry, go after all these people. Perception is reality. Get them, get them, get them. Oh, but these people are off limits. That's not the way that I am. That's not the way that I work, and that's not the way that I I will ever work. That's not what perception is reality is about. And you can like what I'm saying or you can not like what I'm saying, but I hope that you can respect what I'm saying because I respect your opinion. You're listening to episode 49 of Perception is Reality. I'm Christopher H. Bilberry and we'll be right back. Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. All right, that's going to do it for us here at Perception is Reality. This has been the 49th episode. If it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. Remember, don't be a hypocritical asshole. Hypocrisy has no place in politics. Politics is crazy enough without people being hypocrites. Don't do that. But be active, be engaged, get involved. Remember, early voting, early voting is underway. As of the 21st, it's underway everywhere. Get active, get involved, get out and vote, take back the government. Let's better the government through citizen involvement. And until next time, God bless, be safe, and we'll look forward to talking to you again real soon. Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. 
You've been listening to Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. Bilbrey. Tune in, like, and subscribe at perception.fireside.fm. Look up on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Bilbrey318 and on Twitter at PISRBilbrey. Email khbilbrey at gmail.com. Or get off your butt and call the show at 765-546-9796. Till next time, remember, perception Perception is is reality. reality. This has been Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey, where we aim for better government through citizen involvement.